Welcome back to Higher Ground. Keep those text messages coming through. 0457 736 736. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some motorsport and more specifically um, supercars. First up, they have returned after the past couple of weekends, two weekends of racing at Sydney Motorsport Park out there at Eastern Creek. And joining us is the co-host of SEN's The Driver's Seat, which you can hear across the network from 8pm um, every Wednesday uh, Matt McKeldon. How are you, buddy? Thanks for joining us. Chris, I'm sensational, mate. Thanks for having me on. Now, um, the series, the V8s, the supercars, they returned after a break since the end of July due to COVID restrictions around the country. Firstly, what, what caused that? And secondly, how good has it been to have um, racing back on, on our own shores? Well, I guess what's caused it has been the inconsistency with the borders and the different states. Um, because we're a sport that is a, na- a truly national sport, we do go to every state and every city, essentially, around the nation. Um, and there are teams positioned up and down the East Coast. It was very difficult to try and have a championship when we couldn't be moving people all around freely between the states. So uh, we were able to get to a point where, because of the vaccination rate, the high vaccination rate in New South Wales, we are able to get as many teams as we could uh, which is all of them, and do four weekends in a row mm. at Sydney Motorsport Park. So not an ideal situation, but I think after after so long of not having any motorsport domestically, it was brilliant to be. It, it has been brilliant to go back, mm. and uh, it's it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks, and we've got two weeks to go before we take a week off, and then we head up to Bathurst. I mean, as you say, uh, Matt, it's not ideal. Um, people would like to be seeing it, you know, ship around the country like it normally does from year to year. But yeah, we've all got to be realists. And I guess on a logistical front, though, it, it probably um, it probably is ideal um, economically. I, I think maybe for some teams. Yeah, look, definitely. I mean, interestingly, though, within supercars, there's only one team based in Sydney, mm. ironically named Team Sydney. Um, <laughs> everyone else is in Queensland, and everyone else is in. Uh, Victoria. So we, we, we've come from the north and we've come from the south. There is one team, Brad Jones, that is based on the border at Aubrey Wodonga. Interestingly enough, they're the only team that is actually packing up after every race and they're going back to Aubrey to their home base to do the turnaround. They take three or four days going over the cars, they turn around and then they come back yeah, again. Yeah. But logistically, um, because of where Eastern Creek is, because of the hotels around the place, we can actually still travel in a bubble. So a lot of the uh, a lot of the the teams are, are keeping their drivers and teams pretty well restricted because you couldn't come into Queensland right now and you couldn't go to South no. Australia and you couldn't go to to Western Australia. So it's all due to New South Wales' fantastic work in getting vaccinated to the point I think you're almost at ninety percent mm. now. So it gives our teams and drivers and more importantly our fans mm. the opportunity to come back and watch motorsport. There you go. Pat on the back, you New South Wales. Pat on the back there. We'll take all that. Now, over the weekend, Matty, a share of the spoils, really. Shane Van Gisbergen, Anton Dick Pasquale and uh, Jamie Winkup all grabbing wins over the weekend. Who Whose was the most impressive for you? Well, it, it's an interesting one because Jamie's, um, Jamie's was fantastic last night because of the storms and the weather. Um, he was actually able to keep it on the road and, although the race was called eight laps from the end because the rain just became too too much and it became too dangerous. Um, so his driving ability and, and, quite frankly, the ability of all the boys up and down pit lane to keep those things on the island uh, and running around was quite magnificent because it was unbelievable rain. 
I think in the last two weeks, probably the most impressive thing has been Anton Di Pasquale. He's the driver who took over the seat from Scotty McLaughlin, who's now racing yep. IndyCar in the United States. Um, he's worked his way in this first part of the season, but he was absolutely dominant in what we call SMP1. He was good in SMP2. He took the first win of the weekend, but there were some you know, difficulties, I suppose, that prevented him from um, actually taking more wins. But the deciding factor over this weekend is what we had a dual compound weekend. We had soft tyres and hard tyres. So there was always going to be drivers who had more grip on the soft tyres and less grip on the hard tyres. And, and they were able to use them whenever they wanted to. So it was the, the results on the weekend were very much based around strategy. Mm. I think what's come out of this, boys, is that Shane Van Gisbergen um, now has an almost unassailable lead in the championship. He's 335 points, I think, clear of his teammate, Jamie Winkup. Mm. The perfect weekend in supercars is 300 points. So Shane could literally either blow the thing sky high in first practice and make it an unfixable car and not return to the circuit for one race, for one weekend, whole weekend, and he'd still be leading the championship. Of course, that scenario's not likely to happen, particularly being the Red Bull car. They'll, they'll be able to fix anything that goes on. And so with two more Sydney Motorsport Park events to come and, of course, the Bathurst 1000, he is absolutely the unbackable favourite to take his second championship. Well, that was my next question. Uh, can anyone catch him? And uh, you, you're thinking you're thinking no, uh, t- judging by the tone no. of your voice, no. Oh, no, he's... look, I don't think so. I mean, even if, even if he comes, as I say, even if he just competes now, no matter where he finishes, mm. if he just competes and, and finishes most of the races, he will win the championship. No one will be able to catch him because he's around clear. So he's put together an unbelievable year. He's been absolutely dominant. The team has been, on the whole, quite faultless. In fact, really, his first issue for the whole year came last night in the rain when he went bombing down into turn one on the restart. And uh, unfortunately, his buggy didn't turn left into turn one. It went straight ahead through the sand and almost made the fence. Uh, (laughs) Not ideal. Uh, However... That Shane. Shane goes into everything at 120%. Mm. And um, uh, when you drive a race car in the rain, you might want to come back to about 80% or you end up find yourself up against the wall, pancaked into the tyres. Mm. So that was the first chink in his armour that we've seen this, this year. Um, I don't think it'll be repeated. And, and I think he's the unbackable favourite. I think he's going to walk away with the championship um, uh, over the next two rounds. And then, as I say, heading up to Bathurst. Yeah. Uh, even when I was doing my L's 30-odd years ago, mate, they, they told me you double the distance in the wet. Double <laughs> double the distance, double the time. Yeah. Exactly right. Nothing. Yeah, yeah now, exactly we, right. And mind you, he went off the road at 225 well, kilometres yeah. an hour in the pouring rain. Yeah, yeah, so, okay, yeah. yeah. Now, we've been talking uh, a fair bit about va- vaccines uh, on this show over the past few weeks. Uh, look across other all sports, rugby league, um, all the football codes. David Reynolds, yep. he, he's been banned, right, from competing over the next couple of weeks weekends, and he's also there for in doubt for Bathurst. So what's going on there? Yeah, look, really disappointing. And Dave's a good friend of mine, a good friend of the driver's seat as well. And he came to Sydney with an exemption. Um, uh, Supercars realised that was for Sydney Motorsport Park 1, the first event two weeks ago. Um, they realised that the exemption was perhaps a little bit line ball in its validity. So they kept him away from media. They kept him away from everybody else. But then on the following Monday, he was investigated by New South Wales Health. 
by V8 Supercars as a, as a, as a company, as an entity, as a sporting body. And it was uh, proven that his exemption was perhaps not as valid as it might otherwise have been. And so he was essentially bounced out of the championship, told to go home and have his first vaccination. Now, of course, you've got to be double vaxxed for these events, boys. So he's had his first, but he's got to have his second. And I, 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 I don't quite understand the timing, but for mine, I, I believe you've got to have two weeks between your second vaccination to the time where you're actually really fully vaccinated. So mm. that puts him in huge doubt for the Bathurst 1000 and for Kelly Grove Racing. So I've got to tell you, it was a big test for the sport. It was a big stuff up. Mm. There's still some questions that need to be asked and answered about this because if supercars knew that the exemption was perhaps a little dodgy yes. before he raced in Sydney Motorsport Park 1, how did they let that happen? How did they let him race? Mm. So... Still some questions about that. Very disappointing for the team, disappointing for Dave Reynolds. You mentioned Bathurst and, you know, whether you're a rev head, a petrol head, a motorsport um, tragic or not, you know, every Aussie, um, you know, certainly sort of through my age age group, um, we all know about Bathurst and it's one event. You might not tune in each week or whenever during the V8 supercars, but you always tune into Bathurst. What are the storylines? What are the main storylines going into this one? And it's uh, scheduled to get underway on the 5th of December. Well, boys, there's a horse race every year where people love to say that mm. it's the race that stops sedation. But I would, that's for about, what, about three minutes or something sometime a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, yeah. I would argue that the biggest race in Australia that stops the nation is on Bathurst Sunday. Because as you rightly say, no matter who you are, no matter where you've been, no matter what you're doing, at some point you will stop your Sunday to watch the race. So I think it's the biggest race in the country and is, of course, going to be our grand final. Um, the big one, the big, probably the big storylines for this one are the co-drivers. The co-drivers this year have not had a championship essentially, to be able to run, which is the, the Dunlop Super 2 Championship. It's been very limited. So we've got a number of co-drivers coming into Bathurst that do not have a lot of seat time. They don't have a lot of miles under their belt. So they're going to be showing up very green. Um, the event is being essentially um, uh, moulded with a, another event, which was called the Bathurst International. Both of those events can't, well, one of them couldn't happen, so what they've done is put them both together. So we will now have five or six days of the Bathurst 1000. It's now going to start on the Tuesday and finish up on the Sunday. So all of the major categories from around the nation, supercars, cup cars, uh, Dunlop Super 2, TCR, S5000, Trans Am, are all going wow. to be racing at the Bathurst 1000 this year. So it, we describe it on the driver's seat as the Carnival Festivale of the Wheel. Wow. And it's going to be absolutely sensational. And for the first time in two years, we're going to have a crowd. Yeah, so well. I would implore all New South Welsh people to uh, get up there, bring your tents, um, really get around it because it's going to be absolutely massive. I can see a lot of crushed up VB cans and Tui's new cans out of that <laughs> out of that lot. Hey, five days. Only only one only one slab a day. You're only allowed to that, have one slab a day. Is that per it? person? Is that per person? One slab <laughs> a day. Oh my yeah. god! Can you imagine five days? One slab a day. It'd, it'd kill me. <laughs> Huh? Mate, if I had a slab in a week, I would need a week off the following week to uh, deal with the hangover. Oh, but no, I could do that. They have now limited. <laughs> <laughs> they have limited one slab per person per day mm. at the mountain. 
I might For the last send, couple of years. I might send my two <laughs> little boys up there. They do that to collect yeah. and, uh, what is it? Collect and well, redeem and recycle. That'd be the big collection. Oh, yeah. Go down. You'd, you'd walk out of there with about two grand or three Beautiful. grand if you picked yeah. up all the cans on, on Monday. It'd be sensational. Better than And our fans Melbourne. are pretty stout, boys. There, mm. there is some rumours and, and innuendo that some of our other, some of, some of our fans go up to the mountain mm. and they actually bury their uh, extra slabs per person in the ground and take a GPS plot right. so that when they go up there and they go through the gate, they've only got one in there, but they know that they've got 20 buried up on the hill. Oh, so. I'm not. Now it's like my bloody, <laughs> like my Kelpie and his bones. I'm not condoning. <laughs> right. I, man, I'm not condoning excess, excessive drinking and we don't do that on this show, but you allow one slab of beer. Can you have like a, a little Jacks or, or some bourbon or something as well or, or not? I would imagine. I would imagine that you could have one slab and perhaps a uh, a couple uh, or a bottle there. But mm. I mean, I cannot imagine anything worse than going to a motor race absolutely oh, smashed out of your no, head. But no. for for the longest time, we know that Bath, that's the tradition of Bathurst and yeah. fathers, sons, and families, and daughters, and the mothers have been doing it for a long time. So, Good luck. You know. Good luck. So you, day. Yeah, Unbelievable. You're back on Wednesday, right? Um, 8 p.m., isn't it? Eastern Daylight Time every Wednesday, in fact, across the network. Um, you fellas on the driver's seat, Stevie Johnson. Yep. What? what it, who else is with you? Uh, just me and Stevie J. Yeah. Um, and uh, and our producer, the silent button pusher, Nimzi Azor. Yes. Um, Sri Lanka's, Sri Lanka's preeminent supercars <laughs> motorsport uh uh, expert. Yeah, so yeah. the three of us, we we just we just literally talk waffle and hoo ha for two hours yes. every Wednesday about motorsport, which is a lot of fun. No, I and, listen to uh, it because I I, fo- I follow you. You see, and I, I have you on on the way in here, and then uh, you build up the big audience right. for me. That's why my ratings have gone through the roof on a Wednesday. They tell me. Well, mate, there's no there's no I in team. We're exactly. all the team at SEN, so <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm glad we've been able to help you there. <laughs> all right, Matty. Hey, thanks for joining us, mate, and we'll tune in to the driver's seat on Wednesday. Thanks again. Good on you. Pleasure.